man? Killing babies to save on gas? Howdy, folks. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I'm Alfonso Rachel with my buddy Bill Whittle. And uh, you know what we do. We uh, we challenge uh, the so-called virtue of perverts trying to impose their ideas of virtue on us. So uh, in this episode, I caught wind of uh, Stacey Abrams. And mm. this, <laughs> Bill, this is her, her, her virtuous approach to uh, dealing with uh, uh, gas prices uh, and, and the woes of the gas prices. Uh, you just need to kill your babies. That's pretty, that's 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 her so-called mm-hmm. logic. Um, Good reason for abortion is gas prices are so high. Yeah. Why would you want to have children and subject them to even higher gas prices? Right so, now, so rather than subject them to higher gas prices, you go subject the kid to death. Okay, uh, so in their virtue, and I guess to save the planet and all that sort of stuff, uh, which seems really weird to me. It's like, what do you want to save the planet for? For future generations. You don't want future generations. You don't want future generations, right? And it's like, she thinks that it's better. The remedy for this is, and I I don't mean to, to make light of the morbidity of this, man, but it's like, it's better to drill a hole in the back, in, in, in a kid's head and suck out their brain than to drill a hole in the ground and get our own oil. This is, the, this is the logic of the Democrat Party. And uh, man, I, I don't like being under their their rule, Bill. I don't like it one bit. Let's say you. Well, um, you know, th- this argument is made against Republicans as well, but there's some truth to it. The, the politics has gotten a lot more extreme. Uh, and the reason it's gotten more extreme is because it's more invasive. I, I don't mean to keep repeating myself, but honestly, uh, in the 50s or whatever, the difference between a Republican and a Democrat was that a Democrat wanted a 13% tariff and a Republican wanted a 6% tariff, and everything else was unpoliticized. But the progressive movement is about politicizing everything, especially manufacturing victims. So now everything's politicized, which means people get you know, um, more extreme. But with that said, it's I don't know how you could write a description. Oh, I remember where, where the point I was trying to make here. What the what the leadership on both polls is saying does not necessarily represent the beliefs of the of the rest of the party right and to some degree you you have leaders a little bit on the outside fringes of this so uh, what i'm trying to do here is i'm trying to um uh, absolve significant millions of of democrats who are not on board with the farthest reaches of this stuff. Because what I was saying all that to say is, if you were to take a look and write down on a piece of paper, parchment would be better, actually. Uh, what the progressive movement belie- believes in, not not an interpretation, just that here's their plank, right? This is their, this is their electoral plank. We believe in this, we believe in this, we believe in this, 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 and this. I, I think the first word that any impartial person would look at this and say is, this is a death cult, mm-hmm. you know? It's a death cult. Yeah. They're not only in favor of infanticide, they're also in favor of, of uh, euthanasia when we run out of resources mm. because everybody's going to have the same health care system. And uh, if it turns out that you're in your set late 70s, let's say, and you've got a problem and that problem you know, is going to cost $100,000 to fix, we don't have the $100,000, we don't have enough money. We you know, only spend you know, 
$4 trillion a year. We don't have enough money for that. So here's some pain pills. Go home and die. Mm -hmm. and, and that's not an exaggeration mm -hmm. of what socialized health care is. And this is part of what these people believe. They, they, they want death in the beginning, and they want death at the end, and they want death in the middle. And I'm... I'm against. <laughs> I'm I'm against these things. Some people are firm, but I'm against them. Uh, I was one of the most one of the most powerful moments I ever had um, in my uh, career was when I was doing a speaking engagement up in Canada, and uh, the person who invited me uh, was a Canadian conservative, and he actually ran a cancer clinic, and he told me that under the Canadian system, the national health system in Canada, which they're so proud of. He said, people come to me all the time, Bill. I probably get four or five of these a week. People who I don't know, but people who, who know people that I know. And time and time again, I will get emails from people saying, I've just received this diagnosis. The, uh, the nationalized healthcare system has said, here's your pain pills, go home and die. Is there anything you can do for my wife or my daughter or whatever? And his reply was something that just burned itself into my mind. He said, under the, under the socialized healthcare system, when the government decides that you're dead, you're dead. He said, in America, you're not dead until you're in the ground. University of Tennessee is doing some pioneering research on this particular kind of cancer. They're showing a 68% improvement rate or survival rate. It's still experimental, but that's something that might actually help. There's a chance that you can live. And in fact, there's a decent chance that you can live. And and just to go to the whole death cult thing, I remember a couple, it's getting to be four or five years ago now, uh, a, a British boy was in the national health system in England, and he had this uh, very rare and uh, and ultimately fatal disease. And an American specialist who treated these things successfully for quite a long time offered to treat this boy for free. And the parents wanted the boy to go to America so that they could save their child's life. And the British uh, government wouldn't let the kid out of the hospital, wouldn't let him out. Uh, it, it was no cost to the state. It was actually relieving the state of a burden. You don't have to take care of this kid anymore. They wouldn't let him go. The parents tried to rescue him from the hospital. They wouldn't let him out. And that boy eventually died. And he wouldn't have died, said the doctor, if I had gotten to him earlier. And the reason this is so important is the state in that particular case, and we're not talking about communist China or Soviet Russia. We're talking about Great Britain. The state decided that it was more important that this child die than any negative reflection on our system of health care mm -hmm. should occur. Yeah. So go home and die. And yeah, man, it's a death cult. And, and, and I think it's becoming clearer and clearer to everybody. And, and this, this thing's starting to peel hard. And, and we're seeing Democrats who don't want to be part of a death cult switching to Republicans, but we don't see any Republicans who do want to become part of a death cult switching over to the left. Yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> and unfortunately, you know, those, those Republicans kind of stay in and, and they don't really, you know, hold the line as, as, as much, you know, because a lot of this, it's how this stuff is just coming to pass mm -hmm. is, is it's, it's part of the selfish force of the Dem Democrats and Republicans just, you know, really not dropping ball, not holding the line. But I mean, one of the reasons why abortion is legal in the first place is because of Republicans. You know, on the Supreme Court, that's who gave the order. So even even by their interpretation, I think it was I think Rehnquist was the only one who who dissented on it. It's like, no, we're not doing that. 
But the other Republicans did. So that's why we have abortion in America. Unfortunately, I'm glad to see more Republican voters uh, standing against it now. But, you know, man, we sure could have used that opposition back then. And um, but, you know, you're right. The Democrats are a death cult. They don't hold true to the things that they throw in our face, uh, like uh, bringing up the, the poem of bring up, give us your tired, your poor and your hungry. It's like, are you serious? You guys say about, you know, you talk about give us your tired, your poor and hungry. You want to lecture us about that. But yet you're going to profile a kid to the point of death if they're going to be born poor. That's their answer. We don't want the kid to be born poor. We don't want this kid to, to have to endure high gas prices. So your answer is to kill them when you just said, give us your tired report and, your, and all that sort of stuff. And your huddled masses. Don't forget the huddled masses either. It's like, okay, the huddled masses, but you want to condemn the kid to death because it's a huddled mass of cells, right? So it's like all this stuff that they put out there with this the hypocrisy and these narratives that they have, it, it just doesn't add up. And it's like trying to reason with them is, is like talking to a brick wall. But the saddest thing for me, Bill, the saddest thing is that people like Stacey Abrams can go into churches and go into church house and say this stuff like this, despite their whole position. Against, Without being chucked out the door. Right. No separation. Yeah. One, not chucked out by the church. Hey, you need to get out of here with that. No, they invite her in. Even with them saying. It's like a drag queen. Right. And a drag queen while saying separation of church and state. But it's OK for you to go in the church house and politicize these things and, 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 and an insult to it beyond, you know, the insult to the faith as it is, is that Stacey Abrams is considered more of a Christian than I am. Which I doubt. Mm -hmm. um, well, famed election denier Stacey Abrams is is just an, uh, uh, the other show we did this week was. Uh, it's on the mental um, imbecility of the top Democratic leaders. And you can add Stacey Abrams in there to lower the average IQ by just a little bit more. Um, but yes, look at all of their policies and look at their attitude towards common people. I frankly think that the Democrats, now that while they're retaining political power, ought to go to the Statue of Liberty sign and say, temporarily closed. Uh, and the reason it's temporarily closed, the give us your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, is that we don't need to import those people anymore. We're going to turn American citizens into poor huddled masses yearning to be free. <laughs> we'll be able to manufacture them domestically. We don't need to import this stuff anymore. That seems to be their goal. Pete uh, Buttigieg said famously when asked about $7 gas prices in an interview, he said, well, what about the good side? The good side? He said, yeah. This is, this is going to drive people to electric cars. First of all, let's put aside the fact that if you're having a hard time paying $7 a gallon, uh, it's not likely that you've got thirty-five dollars or $40,000 or, or more to go out and buy a new electric car. And of course, secondly, the electricity isn't generated from unicorn tears. You have to burn fuel to generate the electricity. And California can be summed up in a nutshell by saying, in 10 years, we're going to require all cars sold in California to be electric. And by the way, use less electricity because we don't have the means to continue with the air conditioning uh, and, and other uh, systems that we have now as we continue to shut down power plants. That, that, those, those statements came out in the same week. Mandated electric cars in California by 2035 or whatever, and our our electrical grill cannot a grid cannot handle the current load. Uh, therefore, you know, don't you know set your air air conditioner to 86 in the summer and that kind of thing. Look, all of this stuff and and all of this stuff that seems kind of not really important but is around the edges peripherally. 
you know, having celebrities talking about it, talking to us about eating bugs and worms and how good that is. And, <laughs> and some of these mysterious fires at meatpacking plants and all of this stuff is designed to destroy the middle class. That's what it's there for. It's designed to turn the middle class into poor people. The American middle class has not just been the economic uh, engine of the world and the, and the scientific invention center of the world. It, the American middle class and the independence of a middle class and the size of it is the, is the essential bedrock of freedom for the planet is the American middle class. And it's their goal. You don't have to, this is not up for discussion. You can see it in California. I have made as many attempts as I possibly could to find an other rationale for this, but there aren't any, they're all excluded. What they want is, they want to create a society in California where anybody who is not going to go along with eating bugs and, and walking to work will leave. And you say to yourself, well, those are the productive people, that's gonna destroy the tax base. They don't care. They're not hurting for money. They want a society where they are the aristocrats in their castle mm -hmm. and everybody else is a serf or a peasant or a slave mm -hmm. producing stuff for them. And when you look at all of these policies, which are all tied into this global warming thing, climate, oh, sorry, climate change is the linchpin. I've been saying this for a long time. Climate change is the entire operation. If you take climate change out of the picture, then you no longer need green energy and solar uh, farms and wind farms. You no longer need electric cars. You no longer need public transportation. You no longer need to eat worms instead of beef. You no longer need to, to, to uh, do any of this stuff that they are using to control people. And they're doing it by controlling the information and controlling the emotional message it's, it's important to remain fair in, in these things. And when I say re remain fair, what I mean by that is your average Democratic voter believes in these things and is going along with these things. And you have to sometimes stop and say, how would they know any different, right? If everything they hear on the news and everything they hear on social media is that this is true, this is true, this is true, this is true, and any dissent is squashed, it takes a special kind of a, of, a, of a independent mind to say, well, if all of this stuff that these guys are saying over here is garbage, why are you squashing him? Mm -hmm. Why are you silencing them? Why are you canceling them? If what they're saying is garbage, should be easy to defeat right. in, in open debate. So it's the control of information and emotion that is, is the, the lever. It's not machine guns, mm. which, if you think about it, is actually... An advantage and the disadvantage is, is we don't know how to fight against assaults on reason and emotion assaults on reason driven by emotion mm. so this also makes sense they have taken the pathway of least resistance they know that they can't do what other totalitarian regimes have done in the past which is kick down doors take people away take them out and shoot them I've been writing a lot about that lately so they have to try something else mm. and this is what they're doing but it's still a death cult and it's still driven by the same thing, the aristocratic fundamental need to not only look better than other people and feel better than other people, but to be better, to be the ones that are, you know, oh, look, he must be the king. He's, he hasn't got all over him. You know? <laughs> that's, um, that's, uh, that's what they want. Yes, indeed, man. And they are indeed a death cult. And um, 
death cults have been around for a long time, right? And I mean, as sophisticated, and people talk about, you know, when they talk about the faith and stuff like that, they think that this is like some archaic or primitive mindset. And I'm like, no, actually, uh, it stands the test of time in terms of uh, uh, the biblical narrative. It stands the test of time. And these people have been talked about and have been warned about for a long time. When you have those who to, to this day, the intellectuals, the sophisticants, right, uh, like your Stacey Abrams or like your Bernie Sanders. People love Bernie Sanders. Bernie They're Sanders. not mine. Yeah, they, no, I hear you, man. It, they, but they flat out told you these these people speak as the high priests of terror. All right. They're pagans in earth worship. Bernie Sanders like to save the planet, to appease Mother Earth. Yeah, we should keep abortion legal. Keeping abortion legal is going to save the planet. Really? Uh -huh. You know, uh, when you got Stacey Abrams, you know, making the statements that she's making. All these people are talking about an appeasement for the idol of Earth. And you should only consult with the experts. This should only be between your doctor and all that sort of thing. Yeah, that was the same kind of stuff that they said thousands of years ago when they were sacrificing their babies to the priest, sacrificing them uh, uh, in the service of Moloch, in the service of Baal. Same stuff. Oh, this is only between you and the priest. They're the experts. Don't question the experts. The science is settled. We've been doing that. So it's unfortunate that in this generation where we have these people who are so smart and so woke and all that sort of stuff, it's like you can't see that you're making the same mistakes that caused the collapse of nations before. All right, then. So, folks, man, let's let's not repeat the same. Let's see it for what it is. This stuff goes in cycles. We're not dealing with anything new. And let's be, you know, on the actual truthful, enlightened end of it. And uh, not let this craziness take over us. I mean, really, man, killing babies to save on gas. Are we going to become like that nation that was burning babies in that furnace to keep the hospital heated? Hey, let's that, let's not be those people. That should be the new Republican uh, slogan. Really, man? Really? That should be it. That, that should be that should be on the bottom of our of our logo. Really, man? Yeah. You know, like Elfin, like looking at you sideways, like. <laughs> Serious? We got somebody, somebody does graphics out there. Somebody's going to hook us up with that. All right, y'all. For Bill Whittle, I'm Alfonso Witch. Rachel, thank you so much for tuning into the uh, Virtue Signal. Share button, billwhittle.com. Come support. We thank you. Good night. Mm -hmm.